Good morning, good morning, good morning. Right now we're going to be praying. Speaking in other tongues. I'm reading 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1. Says, I thought, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying. We're going to be praying for leaders. We're going to be praying for leaders of nation. Right now, you'll be praying for the leader of your own country, your own state, your own locality. We're going to be praying that this one, they choose wisdom. They choose the truth instead of um, foolishness and lies and deception. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to be praying for them. I'm going to pray that they are making the right decisions, taking the right decisions as regard the current um, lashback on the pandemic, um, the situation, the scandemic rather, you know, and every other thing as to regards to the vaccine and every other thing, policies. Let's pray right now. They are take, making the right decisions. Kindly unmute yourself right now. As we pray in our tongues, Carus Sataka Baligedi was Shakatili Munda Paradigan. Lutaka the Basto to Copele to the British of Porto Paradigus, the Copradigus, the Cabalados, the Cabalados, in the Club of the Paradigus, Sakata, 
Lord, we bless you and we exalt you, God. Hallelujah. Because you reign, oh God. You reign in majesty. Yes, hallelujah. Your wisdom, oh God. Is most excellent, oh God. We pray for our leaders, oh God, all around the world. In the different nations of the world, we thank you, O God, because hallelujah, their heart desires, O God, their desires, O God, are yielded to the truth and not to the deceptions and lies and the corrupting influences of this world. In the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, their hearts, O God. I'm focusing on God, on taking, making the right decisions, oh God. Your heart, oh God. I focus on the truth, oh God. Choosing to ignore everything, oh God, of darkness, oh God. Everything of wickedness, everything of deception, oh God. Yes, hallelujah. 
that the hearts are open to the truth. Hallelujah. Leka basa takabaya to the truth. Hallelujah. Pakoso toko beke ne poso toko baya. No more deceptions. No more lies. Oh God. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Leka santa kabale goso toko beke do pakoso toko prana kamusha takabaya asuti. Oh glory to God. We worship you, oh God. We exalt your holy name, oh God. Yes, they are making policies, oh God. Policies that favor your righteous cause, oh God, of the gospel, oh God, all around the world. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. And their desires for truth, oh God. They choose not to live according to the deceptions, oh God, and the corrupting influences of this world by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. And happy new month once again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. Happy new month once again. Some countries are just getting to their new months, so... Happy new month. Praise God. Thank you so much, Estinda Marak, for the opportunity to always lead prayers in these um, special times. All right now, we'll be moving over to the Rhapsody segment. Over to you, Estinda Marak. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pastor Deborah. Hello, everybody. Happy new month once again, and welcome to a new day and a new time with the Lord. Today is the 2nd of April and I want to say happy Easter. Today is Easter Friday and we are reminded of that which the Lord did for us over 2,000 years ago and the impact it still has till today. Praise the Lord just thinking about the communion that we take on a daily basis actually reminds us, like the scripture says, that do this in remembrance of me. But today is Easter, and it's really a true remembrance. Praise God. Today is Friday, 2nd of April, 2021, and our devotional article says the word prayer and worship. But we will continue to devote ourselves steadfastly to prayer and the ministry of the word. Acts 6 verse 4, Amplified Classic Translation. In relating with God, the first thing you need to understand is what he has to say to you, the word. Secondly, what he gives you the privilege to say to him prayer. Third is your worship, which is also in the form of sacrifices and offerings, Hebrews 13 and verse 15. These three are central in our relationship with the Lord. He said, one, the word, which is what God has to say to you. Secondly is prayer, which is the what we have the privilege to say to him. And third, worship, which comes also in the form of sacrifices and offerings. 
says that these three are central in our relationship with the Lord. That is, they are pivotal. They are, they, are the, they are the top priority. Man is a spirit, and the spirit of man came from God's spirit and was created by the word of God, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. First Peter 1.23 being born of the word, you must therefore continually feed on God's word to truly live. First Peter 2 and verse 2 says, As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. The Lord Jesus said in Luke 4 and verse 4, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. The Father always speaks. He's always in communication with your spirit, sharing his thoughts with you. So it's not just the words that you say during the times of prayer that matter, but the opportunity it provides for the spirit of God to minister to you as you minister to him. We also give quality time to worship. That is to sing unto the Lord in praise and adoration. When we worship the Lord, it's a mingling of spirits, a moment of divine ecstasy where you are enraptured in the bliss and glory of his presence. The Lord Jesus in John 4 verse 23 outlines through worship as that which is done in spirit and in truth, meaning that you are to worship the Father from your spirit and according to his word. Thoughts. It involves making confessions to his name on the basis of who he is in line with the revelation of his personality in the word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. It appears that um, two of them who have been consistent with them, but the worship part, we need to look for a way to incorporate it in the schedule that we have. And I think that one way to go about it is that we can pray for the first 10 minutes and we can worship God for five minutes before we go into the devotional. So that means we need to inspired by the word choir. <laughs> who are those who sing in the house? Brother Israel, sir. See, Brother Israel is not here. Who are our choir, choir people? The Lord is asking for worship. Praise the Lord. Meanwhile, tomorrow is our testimony festival. If you've seen on the group, on our Telegram group, it was announced yesterday by Sister Joy. And we're going to have a lot of time to thank God and to testify of his goodness. So we're going to be having a beautiful time tomorrow. And guess what? We're going to have some guest ministers. <laughs> I wish we could do it live physically <laughs> but we're all connected from different parts of the world so we're going to have to do it online but tomorrow is a is a day of thanksgiving and we call the testimony festival it's a festival of testimony a festival of gratitude a festival of thanksgiving and that's what it would be for all of us and of course it's going to be a festival of harvest because when you give thanks, you only provoke the heavens for more. Praise God. So we've studied today's um, devotional and 
there are three things that the Lord is bringing our attention to. And there are things that we must um, ensure that beyond this time of devotion, we pay attention to. We already pray and it should not just be the time that we are here that you pray. Your personal times of prayers, very, very important. We already give attention to the word. We're reading at the moment, we're, we're, we're going through the Rhapsody of Realities. We go through the further study as it is in the Bible. We go through the one year reading plan. We have the project in message a day. So we've outlined different opportunities that give us that time with the word of God. Then the third one he says is worship, which um, even in our own personal lives, let us find that time where you sing praises to God. And, um, you know, sometimes when you're talking about worship and he was saying that it involves making confessions to his name on the basis of who he is in line with the revelation of his personality in the world. Maybe what we would do, I would talk to Brother Israel and he would help us get maybe like five to 10 different songs that, that um, fall in this category because there are different kinds of songs. But pastor said that the one that we should focus on are the ones that involve us making confession to his name on the basis of who he is. Like the song by Brother Israel that was ministered by Brother Israel, um, What a Great God You Are, just fits perfectly in this category. So we're going to have five to 10 of them and we'll share them on the group so that you can have them and you can create a playlist for yourself. And at those times of fellowship, you can just play them, you can sing along and you can just get lost with the Lord and, you know, just worship him. So that should help. But, you know, the thing about the devotional that we study every day, we don't just study it to check our outline and say, oh, we did this. No, we're here to do. We're here to do because the blessing is in the doing. Praise God. So the things that we have heard today, we're going to put them to work. Like I said, we're going to now adjust our schedule to include these times of worship on a daily basis. So happy Easter once again, and I'll hand over to Sister Joy to take us through the further study and the Rhapsody prayer. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much, Ma. Happy Easter. And I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's testimony festival. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on where you're connecting from. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I'm taking our further study, reading from Act 20. Acts 20 to 32. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and, sorry, um, just a minute. I want to be sure that. Sorry, everyone. I just want to be sure that. 
I'm reading 2032. Okay, it's correct. Okay. You are correct. I'm not. I can, okay. Thank you, Ma. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And finally, Philippians 3, 3, for we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be taking the prayer together. Please don't unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Praise God. It's displayed on the screen. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessedness of being cultured, nurtured, and built up by the word. And also for the opportunity of continuous fellowship with you through prayer. Even now, I worship you and praise your majesty, acknowledging your grace and glory in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. And thank you, everyone, for your time. Looking forward to all of your testimonies tomorrow. Please make sure you don't miss it. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother Z as he takes us through the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Thank you so much, everyone. Happy Easter once again. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depends on where you are connecting from. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this wonderful platform. And happy Easter to everyone. So we'll be reading the New, New Testament Bible reading plan and um, we're reading the book of Luke. And it's been a very interesting read. Today we're reading Luke chapter 9 from verse 18 to 36. All right, so the caption says, don't run off from suffering. One time when Jesus was off praying by himself, his disciples nearby, he asked them, what are the crowds saying about me, about who I am? They said, John the baptizer, others say Elijah, still others say that one of the prophets from long ago has come back. He then asked, and you, what are you saying about me? Who am I? Peter answered, the Messiah of God. Jesus then warned them to keep it quiet. They were to tell no one what Peter had said. He went on, it is necessary that the son of man proceed to an ordeal of suffering, be tried and found guilty by the religious leaders, high priests and religious scholars, be killed and on the third day be raised up alive. Then he told them what they could expect for themselves. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I will show you how. Self-help is no help at all. 
Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to finding yourself, your true self. What good will it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? If any of you is embarrassed with me and the way I'm leading you, know that the Son of Man will be far more embarrassed with you when he arrives in all his splendor in the company with the Father and the Holy Angels. This isn't you realize pie in the sky by and by. Some who have taken their stand right here are going to see it happen. See with their own eyes the kingdom of God. Praise God. The caption, Jesus in his glory. Verse 28. About eight days after saying this, he climbed the mountain to pray, taking Peter, John, and James along. While he was in prayer, the appearance of his face changed and his Hello, clothes... Hello, Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. About eight days, verse 28. About eight days after saying this, he climbed the mountain to pray, taking Peter, James, and John along. While he was in prayer, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became blinding white. Hello? Where did you? Okay. Where? Okay. Go ahead, Brother Dose. Praise God. Jesus in his glory. About eight days after saying this, he climbed the mountain to pray, taking Peter, John, and James along. While he was in prayer, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became blind in white. At once, two men were there talking with him. They turned out to be Moses and Elijah. And what a glorious appearance they made. They talked about his exodus, the one Jesus was about to complete in Jerusalem. Meanwhile, Peter and those with him were slumped over in sleep. When they came to rubbing their eyes, they saw Jesus in his glory and the two men standing with him. When Moses and Elijah had left, Peter said to Jesus, Master, this is a great moment. Let's build three memorials. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He blotted this out without thinking. While he was blabbing on like this, a light radiant cloud enveloped them. As they found themselves buried in the cloud, they became deeply aware of God. Then there was a voice out of the cloud. This is my son. The chosen, listen to him. When the sound of the voice died away, they saw Jesus there alone. They were speechless and they continued speechless, said not one thing to another during those days of what they had seen. And may the Lord bless this reading in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. We've come to the end of the Bible reading for today. Happy Easter to every one of us. God bless you. I'll hand over to Brother John, who will take us through the Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you very, thank you very much. Bye bye.
Thank you very much, Adoji. <clears throat> One greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one year Bible reading. And today we are going to be reading three chapters, Joshua 13 to 15. Hold, um, firstly, want to say a big thank you to the esteemed Sister Marka for this opportunity to do this every morning. Thank you very much, Ma. So the caption, the receiving of the land. When Joshua had reached a venerable age, God said to him, you've had a good long life, but there's, there's a lot of land still to be taken. This is the land that remains. All the districts of the Philistines and Geshurites, the land from the Shehor River, east of Egypt, to the border of Ekron up north, Canaanite country. There were five Philistine tyrants in Gaza, in Ashdod, in Ashkelon, in Gath, in Ekron. Also the Avim from the south, or the Canaanite land from Ara, belonging to the Sidonians, to Afek at the Amorite border. The countries of the Gebelites, all Lebanon eastward, from Baal in the shadow of Mount Hermon to the entrance of Hamath, all who live in the mountains, from Lebanon to Misrephoth, Maine, all the Sidonians. Verse 6, I myself will drive them out before the people of Israel. All you have to do is allot this land to Israel as an inheritance, as I have instructed you. Do it now. Allot this land as an inheritance to the nine tribes, and the half tribe of Manasseh. Hmm. I, I, I want to quickly point out something I noticed here. You see, God is telling Joshua to allot the lands that he hasn't taken yet. God is already telling him to allot them to, to the people of Israel. That's that's faith. Praise God. So um, the caption, land east of the Jordan, verse 8. The other half-tribe of Manasseh, with the Reubenites and Gadites, had been given their inheritance by Moses on the other side of the Jordan eastward. Moses, the servant of God, gave it to them. <laughs> this land extended from Ara at the edge of the Arnon, at, at the edge of the Arnon Gog, and the city in the middle of the valley, taking in the entire table land of Medeba as far as Dibon, and all the towns of Sihon king of the Amorites, who ruled from Heshbon and out of the border of the Ammonites. It also included Gilead, the country of the people of Gesh and Maka, all of Mount Hermon, and all Bashan, as far as Salika, the whole kingdom of Og in Bashan, who reigned in Ashtaroth and Adrian. He was one of the last survivors of the Rephim, Moses had defeated them and taken their land. The people of Israel never did drive out the Geshurites and the Makatites. They are still there, living in Israel. Verse 14, Levi was the only tribe that did not receive an inheritance. The fire gives offerings to God, the God of Israel, at their inheritance, just as he told them. Now the caption, Reuben, the tribe of Reuben, clan by clan, Moses gave 
the land from Ara at the edge of the Anon Gog and the town in the middle of the valley, including the tableland around Mediba, Heshbon on the tableland with all its towns, Dibon, Bamoth Baal, Beth Baal, Neon, Jahaz, Kedemoth, Mephath, Kiriathim, Sibma, Zereth, Shaha on Valley Mountain, Beth Beor, the slopes of Pisgah, Beth Jeshimoth, and all the cities of the tableland, the whole kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who ruled at Heshbon, whom Moses puts to death along with the princes of Midian, Evi, Rechem, Zor, Hor, and Reba, who lived in, their, in that country, all puppets of Sion. In addition to those killed in battle, Balaam, son of Beor, the soothsayer, was put to death by the people of Israel. The boundary of Rubenites was the bank of the Jordan River. This was the inheritance of the Rubenites, their villages and cities according to their clans. <coughs> if you've been following, you would know when God actually did this. Okay, the caption, God, verse 24, to the tribe of God, clan by clan, Moses gave the territory of Jaza and all the towns of Gilead and half the Ammonite country as far as Aron, the land from Hezbon to Ramath, Mizpah, and Bethanim, and from Mahanaim to the region of Deber, in the valley, Beth Haram, Beth Nimra, Sukkoth, and Zaphon, with the rest of the kingdom of Zihon, Sihon, king of Heshbon, the east side of the Jordan, north to the end of the Sea of Kinnereth. This was the inheritance of the Gadites, their cities and villages, clan by clan. Now the caption, half tribe, half tribe of Manasseh. To the half tribe of Manasseh, clan by clan, Moses gave the lands stretching out from Mahanaim, all of Bashan, which is the entire kingdom of the Og, king of Bashan, and all the settlements of Jair in Bashan, 60 towns in all, half of Gilead with Ashtaroth and Edreth, the royal cities of Og in Bashan, belong to the descendants of Makkeh, the son of Manasseh. In other words, the half-tribe of the children of Makkeh for their clans. <coughs> this is the inheritance that Moses gave out when he was on the plains of Moab across the Jordan east of Jericho. But Moses gave no inheritance to the tribe of Levi. God, the God of Israel, is their inheritance, just as he told them. Praise be unto God. So we'll go over to chapter 14. Now the caption, land west of the Jordan. Here are the inheritance, a lot, here are the inheritance allotments that the people of Israel received in the land of Canaan. Eleazar the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the heads of the family clans made the allotments. Each inheritance was assigned by lots to the nine and half tribes, just as God had commanded Moses. Moses had given the two and a half tribes their inheritance east of the Jordan, but hadn't given an inheritance to the Levites as he had to the others, because the sons of Joseph had become two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. They gave no allotments to the Levites, but they did give them cities to live in with pasture rights for their flocks and herds. The people of Israel followed through exactly as God had commanded Moses. 
they have portioned the land. Now, caption Caleb. The people of Judah came to Joshua and Gilgal. Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzites, spoke. You will remember what God said to Moses, the man of God concerning you and me back at Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of God, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought back an honest and accurate report. My companions who went with me discouraged the people, but I stuck to my guns, totally with God, my God. That was the day that Moses solemnly promised the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance, you and your children forever. Yes, you have lived totally for God. Now look at me. God has kept me alive as he promised. It is now 45 years since God spoke this word to Moses. Years in which Israel wandered in the wilderness. And here I am today, 85 years old. I'm as strong as I was in the, in the I'm as strong as I was the day Moses sent me out. I'm as strong as ever in battle, whether coming or going. So give me this hill country that God promised me. You yourself heard the reports that the Anakim were there with their great fortress cities. If God goes with me, I will drive them out, just as God said. Verse 13, Joshua blessed him. He gave Hebron to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hebron belongs to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, still today, because he gave himself totally to God, the God of Israel. The name of Hebron used to be Kiriat Abba, named after Abba, the greatest man among the Anakim. And the land had rest from war. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, can I hand over to you, Esther? Sister Maka, take us through Joshua 15. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brother John, and thank you, Brother Jose, as well. Um, Joshua chapter 15, <coughs> Judah, the lot for the people of Judah. The lot for the people of Judah, their clans, extended south to the border of Edom, to the wilderness of Zin in the extreme south. The southern border ran from the tip of the salt sea south of the Thong. It ran southward from Scorpion's Pass, went around Zin and just south of Kadesh. Just a second. went past around Zin and just south of Kadesh Barnea. Then it ran past Hezron, ascended to Ada, and curved around Karka. From there it passed along Asmon, came out at the brook of Egypt, ending at the sea. This is a southern border boundary. The eastern boundary, the salt sea up to the mouth of Jordan. The northern boundary started at the shallows of the sea at the mouth of the Jordan went up to Beth Holag and around to the north of Beth Araba and to the stone of Bohan, south of Reuben. The border went, the border then ascended to Debe from Trouble Valley and turned north towards Gilgal, which lies opposite Red Pass, just south of the gorge. The border then followed the waters of En Shemesh, 
and ended at Enrugel. The border followed the valley of Benhimon along the southern slope of the Jebusite ridge, that is Jerusalem. It ascended to the top of the mountain opposite Hinnom Valley on the west. At the northern end of Rephim, of Rephim, Rephim Valley, the border then took a turn at the top of the mountain to the spring, the waters of Nephtoa, and followed the valley out to Mount Ephron, turned towards Bala, which is Kiriat Jerim, took another turn west of Bala to, some, to Mount Seir, curved around to the northern shoulder of Mount Jerim, that is Kesalun descended to Beth Shemesh and crossed to Timna. The border then went north to the ridge of Ekron, turned toward Shikeron, passed along to Mount Bala and came out at Jabni. The border ended at the sea. 12, the Western border, the coastline of the Great Sea. This is the boundary around the people of Judah for their clans. Joshua gave Caleb, son of Jephunneh, a section among the people of Judah, according to God's command. He gave him Kiriat Abba, which is Hebron. Arba was the ancestor of Anak. Caleb drove out three Anakim from Hebron, Sheshai, Ahiman, and Talmai, all descendants of Anak. He marched up from there against the people of Debir. Debir used to be called Kiryat Sefer. Caleb said, whoever attacks Kiryat Sefer and takes it, I'll give my daughter Aksa to her, to him as his wife. Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's brother, took it. So Caleb gave, a minute. So Caleb gave him his daughter, Aksaf, as his wife. When she arrived, she got him to ask for farmland from her father. As she demounted from her donkey, Caleb asked her, what would you like? She said, give me a marriage gift. You've given me a desert land. Now give me pools of water. And he gave her the upper and the lower pools. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Judah, clan by clan. The southern towns of the tribe of Judah in the Negev were near the boundary of Edom. Kabzil, Eder, Jago, Hinan, Dimona, Adada, Kedesh, Hazor, Ethnan, Zif, Telem, Bialot, Hazor, Hadata, Keriot, Hezron, that is Hazor, Amam, Shema, Mulada, Hazagada, Heshmon, Beth, Beth Pelet, Hazar Shual, Besheba, Biziothia, Bala, Lim, Izem, Eltolad, Kesil, Homa, Zikla, Madmana, 
Sansana, Leboot, Lebaot, Shilhim, Aina, and Rimon, a total of 29 towns and their villages. In the Shefela, the western foothills, there were Eshtaol, Zura, Ashna, Zanoa, Enganim, Tapua, Enam, Jarmut, Adulam, Suko, Soko, Azeka, Sharaim, Aditem, and Gedera, or Gedero time, 14 towns and their villages. Zenan, Hadasha, Migdalgad, Dilin, Mispah, Jokthil, Lachi, Lachish, Bozkat, Eglon, Carbon, Lamas, Kitlish, Gederoth, Bet, Dagon, Nema, and Makeda, 16 towns and their villages, Libna, Itha, Ashan, Ifta, Ashna, Nezib, Kayla, Akzib, and Mareshash, nine towns and their villages. Ekron with its towns and villages from Ekron west to the sea, all that bordered Ashdod with its villages, Ashdod with its towns and villages, Gaza with its towns and villages, all the way to the brook of Egypt. The great sea is the western border. In the hill country, Shamir, Jatir, Soko, Dana, Kiryat Sana, that is Debir, Anab, Eshtemo, Anim, Goshen, Kolon, and Gilo, 11 towns and their villages, Arab, Duma, Eshan, Janim, Bet Tapua, Afeka, Humta, Kiryat Abba, that is Hebron, and Zio, nine towns and their villages. Maon, Kamel, Zif, Juta, Jezreel, Jokdim, Zanoa, Kain, Kibia, and Timna, ten towns and their villages. Halhul, Betzo, Gedo, Marat, Marat, Bet Hanoth, and Ek El Tekon, six towns and their villages. Kiryat Bal, that is Kiryat Jarim, and Araba, two towns and their villages. Verse 61. In the wilderness, Beth Araba, Niddin, Sekaka, Nibshan, the city of Salt, and Engedi, six towns and their villages. The people of Judah couldn't get rid of the Jebusites who lived in Jerusalem. The Jebusites stayed put living alongside with the people of Judah. They are still living there in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What they read today with this name, say. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
But you know, it just reminds me of when we were reading numbers and then Deuteronomy as well, when God would take his time. I remember when he was numbering the children of Israel and when you look at all the different verses for each of the tribe, the only difference was the name of the tribe and their numbers at the end of a particular verse. But God took time to document it for each one. He didn't say just like Judah when he gets to um, Levi, he would say just like Reuben or when he get, got to um, um, Benjamin, then he would say just like the tribe of God. No. Each one of them, he documented everyone. And here we are reading in Joshua and God is listing out all the different towns, all the different villages. You know, this is why in our work in evangelizing the gospel, for those of you who are in Christ embassy, you will notice that we are able to say we have penetrated every known country and territory, 244 of them as at the last count, because more are being discovered. And then we know the numbers of towns in the world that have been discovered. And we're able to say we have reached 3,000 or this number of towns. This is because every town, every village, every island is important to God. We're also able to say that we have translated devotional in this number of languages. It's now over 3,000 languages. This is this for the same reason that you are reading today in Joshua and is listing out all the different tribes, all the different villages, all the different people. It comes to say that God is interested in every one of them. He knows where they are in the world. He knows their location. He knows the color of the skin of the people. He knows the language that they speak and he's interested in it. So as you read the Bible, you should just know that the things that we do as a ministry for those who are in Christ embassy, the, the way that we personalize the global evangelization of the world is just according to scriptures. This is God listing a people that are not his guiding Joshua to make this list and all of the list is showing you that I know the people, I know where they live, I know whether they are in the north or the south or the east or the west. I know where all of them are. Brothers and sisters, everybody is important to God. And if this is so for people who do not belong to him, how much more you who belong to him? Never make anybody make you feel that you are not important to God. You are extremely important to God. But God does have favorites and your goal should be a favorite. And it's very easy. Let the things that matter to God matter to you the most. Touch his heart in ways that count. I'm gonna hand over to Brother Martins at this moment. And remember that um, we have um, the Testimony Festival tomorrow, 8 p.m. GNT plus one, and it's going to be for two hours. Everyone will have a time to share their testimony at least for one minute. Please invite your friends, your loved ones, your family. It's Easter, let's testify of his goodness and let's celebrate together. Thank you so much. Brother Martins, over to you. 
Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this great opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, depending on where you are connected from at this time. Okay, we are taking our affirmations at this moment, and affirmation will be on the screen any moment from now. We take our affirmation by starting with your name. My name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of, of Christ. The second paragraph, you start with, your, you say I, your name, granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The top paragraph, your name first, my love abounds more and more in all judgments. Hallelujah. At this moment, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute their mics as we take our affirmation on the count of three. Please kindly unmute your mics. One, two, three. My name is Martin. and amen amen and amen glory to god at this moment as customary we'll take our communion please get your communion material ready the the bread and the cup um for those who have joined us in the course of time i believe that tomorrow i would have um a little time to explain to us why we take the communion and the significance of the communion praise god first corinthians 11 and verse 23 for I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. 
And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Thank you, Father. Today is Easter and we celebrate what we read and what we do on a daily basis. Today we are reminded of the sufferings of Christ, the wickedness that men inflicted on him, the pain he went through, and his willingness to go to the cross for us, that he might take away the sins of the whole world. Today we stand justified, acquitted, one with you, enjoying the very life that you have, full access to divinity, because Christ didn't look back, because Christ didn't give up. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We celebrate the love that Christ had for us, that made him willing to die in our place, even while we were yet sinners. As we remember the sufferings today, may we, be remem may we remember that he gave his all for us, that we might give our all for him. Therefore, Lord, today, even by this communion, we affirm that we will never count anything too good or too big to do for the Lord or to give for his work on earth. The world may call us fools. The world may call us names. They may label us. They may hate us. They may seclude us. But we will continually stand for our Lord Jesus Christ. And through our prosperity shall his cities be spread abroad. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Please break the bread and eat it. Verse 25, after the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. These do years of this, you drink it in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You died. You were buried. You went to hell and made a mess of Satan and his court. You seized the keys of the kingdom of death and the kingdom of hell. Now, and you gave us those keys, Lord. Now we determine snatching men out of hell snatching them out of the path of darkness, bringing them into the kingdom of your light. And now we live, never having any fear of death because life is who we are. We're not just alive, we are life ourselves and distributors of life to our world. We say to the man, leave and he lives. We say to the man, be healed, and he's healed. Thank you for making us one with you and giving us the right of divinity. By this cup, we celebrate that which you made us 
and that which you're constantly doing in us, with us, through us, and for us. This Easter, we will reach out to others, telling them of your saving power, and we will bring more people into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Please take the call. Thank you so much, Extend Family, and happy Easter once again. Tomorrow, we'll have a great time. We'll have a great time in the Testimony Festival. But before then, we would have our morning devotion by 6 a.m. GMT plus one tomorrow. It's Easter. Invite your cousins, invite your loved ones. Those people that told you that work is the reason they are not able to join. They are going to be home this Easter. Let them join and let them be a part of what we are doing. Let us unmute our mics and as we, as we share the benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, Enjoy your day, everybody. God bless you.